Hey mamas, we see you doing all the things like wiping the runny noses while washing the dishes, trying to schedule the doctor's appointment and still pay attention to that conference call. And then we see you feeling all of the feelings, that sigh of relief at the end of the day when for at least 30 seconds, the house is completely quiet. The guilt you feel over the books that you didn't read or the kind words that you didn't say. We know that the collision between motherhood and mental health is a real thing and not enough people are talking about it. So come have a chat with us. Grab your favorite dinner that doesn't require you to do the dishes and take a seat on our couch. This is Takeout Sessions. Hey guys, welcome back to Takeout Sessions as we try real hard, real hard to get it together. Unsure if the internet's going to crash, unsure if we're going to like make it through, but we're going to try. It's it's really struggling. We're here though. We're We're here. We are here. It's we Sunday are here. night and it's going to be a great week. The reason that like literally we're trying to throw this together. Um, we were talking probably about 15 minutes ago about how I'm kind of rolling into a, a chiller week, at least Monday. That's that's a lie. The week is going to be nuts. <laughs> Monday was going to be a little bit less extra than all the other days. And Jenna's like, so I have to go here and here and here. And then I have to bounce back up here and go back here and then go back again and then come home. Yeah, we can podcast tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, we're not podcasting tomorrow. (laughs) And here we are. Um, So once again, in the interest of keeping things short, sweet and simple and to the point, which never works out for us. (laughs) You can laugh at us later. We had kind of an unexpected week off last week because we were both doing continuing ed. And there's Every congratulations week. in order. Oh, are we doing this year? We, I guess we're doing this year. Oh, oh, we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm not going to let it slide by. Tell them. <laughs> I took my certification exam this yesterday, actually, I took my certification exam and passed. Thank you, Lord, for my perinatal mental health certification, my PMHC, which is a newer kind of thing. But it to me, it feels like a really huge deal because it was it was a lot of work and it was it some is stress. A huge deal. Yay. I, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, girl. Those first 10 questions, I was like, <laughs> after studying for five weeks and taking the big, huge, like, training before you can do any of that. I was like, what is this? I've never seen any of these things. What? Then it got better. Maybe those were like the test questions. You know how sometimes they throw like, mm-hmm. so it did get better. It did get better. But yeah, right out there, I was like, oh my gosh, is this the right, am I in the right place? Excuse me, moderator. I feel I like that's how I was during the LPC. I was like, well, <laughs> well, about those questions. Am about, I really gonna pass this? It, it's always it's always a toss up, a toss up. So, and Jenna was away on our normal podcast day last week, taking a training. What did what was your training even about? I'm not sure. So it was about the involuntary commitment order process. Um, so essentially, we were talking about the temporary detainment orders and looking at ethics behind it. Um, It was really, really good. It made me question everything, which is good because we always need to be questioning everything when it comes to dealing with people's rights. 
um, you know, for, for, I, I guess there needs to be a little perspective behind this. So, um, I, I've talked a lot about, I do a lot of emergency service work, psychiatric hospitalizations. Well, a lot of times people are unwilling or unable to make those choices for themselves. So we have to do what we call temporary detainment orders. Um, and you and the person does lose some level of rights when, when that occurs. Um, so it was continuing education, continuing like processing through those things and, you know, different ways to look at it. Um, cause the code is changing. So, yeah. Um, Which is, I think it's so good to go do these things mm-hmm. even when they push us outside of our comfort zone mm-hmm. a little bit because girl, I remember the year we took the LPC exam within uh, a couple months of each mm-hmm. other. The professional counselor exam is what we're talking about. And we were both like, never again, no mm-hmm. more tests, no more studying, never again. And it's just not like that. It's very important, whatever field mm-hmm. you're in, but it's very important to be like up on the current information mm-hmm. and your stuff. And if you're going in like a specialization, which we're both mm-hmm. in, knowing what's going on in those specialty areas, <laughs> because it's changing all the time. It is. It is. And I even like um, my coworker, Allie, and I were sitting there and we were reading the code and we were dissecting a piece of it. And even the wording had changed. And I had no idea. Yeah. And it, uh, just, it was just a slight change, but that slight change you know, can change everything about your decision making. Um, so, yeah, it was Crazy. A, it was a fun nerdy day because um, it was all about the code and ethics and things like that. So, <laughs> all the things. So, back to get back to our, our roots of studying and all those mm-hmm. those things. So, actually, in interest of time and all the things, my certification was really very focused because what we're doing here is talking about moms and mental health, right? Dads too, but we start out with moms because we are moms and there's a ton of research and the whole push behind this effort is social support, how important social support is for moms in every stage of life, but specifically after they have a kid. And I, I would, you know, argue definitely way beyond that. Like if you're a mother, you need all the support. But one thing that I have continuously noticed in my practice is, I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's 2023. I don't know if it's because the sky is blue. I'm really not sure. We're pretty lonely to be as advanced as we are Uh (laughs) as a collective set of people, individuals. We're pretty lonely and it's really hard to make friends. And then sometimes even after you feel like you've got somebody you can have a conversation with, sometimes it's hard to start a conversation with them. I really thought about this last week and I was explaining it to a client. There is this like walk after we get people out of the waiting room until we get to our office and you want to like feel friendly and open and engaging (laughs) during that walk, depending on the day, sometimes it seems like it takes forever, but you can't really talk about anything super deep or personal. Like, Oh yeah. So what did such and such, did they break up with whoever or, you know, (laughs) 
how did work go last week? Did you yell at your boss? Like, you can't do that in the hallway. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so- It is the most <laughs> awkward time period. It is. It's so bad. But you're like trying to be like, hey, how are you? But how are you can be I've had people like explode into tears on me there before. So I've thought (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm terrible. Like that actually happened one time and it was really bad. And it was only like the second or third time I'd seen this person and I felt awful. I was like, oh, let's come on, come on, run. Let's go. Pick up the face. I I truly feel like for my like my portion of things, like that's my five to 10 seconds of figuring out the room and reading what's going on with people. Yeah. So yeah, it's, and it's need- interesting. I'm like, Oh boy, yeah. this is going to go well. All right. They're pretty chill. Like yeah, this could go pretty go. good. It can go either way. It can go either way. Oh, so anyway, today is all about, we, we called it, we called it 20 questions and we laughed about that, but we might not actually get to all 20. We're just going to go until the clock actually hits 20 minutes. That's our goal. 20 minute episode today. So we're going to toss out some questions that you could ask to somebody and not seem weird and awkward. Like you could actually, obviously you wouldn't just like walk up and ask the random person in Walmart, but if you've got a mom friend that you've gone out to coffee with, and then you hit the point where you're at the awkward silence of like, okay, now what do I say? These are some good options that can get you into deep conversation, can steer away from all the stuff that we're all trying to steer away from, because I think that's part of it too. Sometimes people are just like scared to say the wrong thing and like get Mm -hmm. of like awkward tension. So these are very, vanilla yet deep conversation (laughs) skills. Let's go. And we're going to answer them. We're going to act like we're having coffee. And (laughs) it's it's amazing because some of these things we'll be able to answer for each other. And some of these things I really don't know about what you're going to say. So Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) Are you a morning person or a night owl? Um, I would have to say I'm probably a little more of a morning person than a night person. She is. She is. I am a night owl through and through. Like this is my jam right now. Now the day hasn't been too terrible. There are days that I'm kind of like toasted, but generally I have trouble falling asleep before like 1130. It's a, it's a not great life skill. Jenna wakes up ready to greet the day and make breakfast. I I do. So I don't like to speak to people necessarily in the morning. Like, I think of a morning person as someone who is, like, energized and ready to go. And I still hate the world when I wake up in the morning to some degree. But I cannot – okay, so I feel like I'm a night person at heart. I just can't keep my eyes open long enough to be the person I want to be. And it's amusing because we both grew up – I was going to say, we both grew up with families that were very much night people. Oh, my gosh. my husband is very much not a night person. He like, he wants to be asleep already. In fact, I'm trying to keep it like to 20 minutes because he's ready to go to bed. I I'm, I'm going to go watch sister wives after this, to be very honest with you, but because the new episode came out and people are screaming at each other. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's funny, but I think, I think my jobs kind of kept me because a lot of the jobs that I've done have been very night, (laughs) It's on true. late night and you don't know like it could be like oh the phone's just ringing or oh this is really bad and you have to get in the car and go drive three hours so 
It's true. I, think it's I, I don't know how I survive. I, I don't know. know how you either. I don't know. Okay. What is one snack in your house that you cannot run out of? Cheez-Its. <laughs> That's spicy, true. Spicy Cheez-Its. Spicy Cheez-Its. Oh my goodness. We are between the like rip spits with cheese and then just straight up chewy granola bars. Those are oh. things that are asked for daily in my house. Also, Cubby thinks that pepperoni is its entire own food group. So like he will ask for pepperoni with every meal. And if I am ever out, I am up a creek, up a creek. We're going on vacation next week. And I told my parents they're getting the groceries before we get there. I'm like, just get the big bag of pepperoni. Just get the big one. Yeah. We're going to use it. We will eat it all. Um, okay. If you had three hours to yourself, what would you do? I would go ride with my horses. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Go what about you? Horses. I'd probably take a nap at this point because sleeping during the day is not sleeping at night, so it's easier to Whoa. do. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a curveball. <laughs> I also really like to take a, like a good bath, like a good, oh, which is also bad. super controversial. I did not realize how controversial this was until I started recommending it to people. But um, yeah, I, I like to take a bath. <laughs> it's 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 comical. I know. We have such differencing of opinions about baths. Can we talk about that for five seconds? We can. We can. So I never thought anything was wrong with it because like, but everyone that I recommend this to is like, you're sitting in your own filth. <laughs> I would not come in. I would not come in from like my garden or I, I would like to clarify this. I would not come in from like my garden where I've been in the mud. I would not come in from the emergency room where I used to work, Susan, that's pointed at you, and get in a bath and say that that was okay. However, if I've just been at my house and not gotten in, you know, like any child's bodily fluids or like deep clean the toilet, I would okay. consider it an okay option. But I do sometimes shower afterwards just to like to make sure everything is cool. <laughs> but I can't do it. I don't like it. I feel like just I'm just gross. This is just the whole process, which it is was honest, it's, <laughs> it's just not, it doesn't go with my personality, but you know, it's okay. It wasn't anything that I was ever like, oh, hey, I really need to do this until I was pregnant and I have irritable uterus. So I have contractions like constantly during my pregnancies. And it's one of the only things that will calm it down. And then I just decided, like, I liked it. So, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's strange. I don't know. Um, okay. What is your favorite season and what do you like to do in said season? Um, 100% Halloween and fall. Yes. And one of the biggest things I look forward to is going to the pumpkin patch. Taking my kids to the pumpkin patch and carving pumpkins. That is so funny. Are we actually All carving pumpkins this year? Listen, if we get to the carving pumpkins, I'm going to feel accomplished. But it's at true. least we'll get the pumpkins. Like, we'll do the thing and take the pictures and all those things. That important part. 
So this is somewhere that we agree, but for different reasons. I also love fall, but because it means like all the fun holiday stuff of the rest of the year is coming. It's like the intro season. So I've always loved it. I wanted to have a fall wedding. It didn't end up working out because of how things were going with our planning process. I had everything picked out, everything picked out to have an October wedding and it was not coming together. And my maid of honor, my best friend called me and she was like, Alyssa, you're having a December wedding. You love Christmas. It's going to be okay. All of your colors will translate over because we picked out red and black. She's like, it's fine. You're going to have a Christmas wedding and it's going to be gorgeous. And I was like, I'm going to have a Christmas wedding and it's going to be gorgeous. And then I completely leaned into that and it was fine. <laughs> that is so funny. I did. I did have a fall wedding. I did have a fall yeah. wedding and it was fabulous. It really was like, cause it was all pumpkins and all, I won't say it was like goth like, but it like, it, it was like the darker colors and things like that. It was pretty fabulous. It's a pretty fabulous it's a wedding. It's a pretty time of year. It's a really mm -hmm. pretty time of year. Like I love the changing of the leaves. I love like the concept of being cozy and seasonal and all the excitement of the things that are to come. My list died. Come back phone. Okay. What are your kids currently obsessed with? Um, Big City Greens. Oh my gosh. Don't Which is funny. This. That's one show that I don't let my kids watch. We had this horrible vacation experience a couple years ago where there was like one channel that worked and Big City Greens was on forever. And I was like, no, you may never see that again. I love it and hate it at the same time. Like, yeah, I love the relationships within that, like the family unit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's really good in it. But again, my kid walked past her drawing on the sidewalk talk today and goes, that's stupid. And I was like, Oh, I know that's exactly good. where that's coming from. Exactly. It's, it's so, so tricky. It's, it's just hard. Cause I, I, I don't know, but yes, that's, that is what they're obsessed with right now is big city grades. And are never on the same thing, but we're somewhere in between like Paw Patrol and the Lion Guard has been a really big hit recently. My kids love animals. So if the star is an animal, we're probably going to be watching that. Sheriff Callie, Mickey Mouse, all of them, 100%. Would you rather read a book or listen to an audiobook? Probably read a book. Ideal Me always wants to read a book realistic me is like audiobooks are the only thing that you're actually going. And I said, I wasn't going to buy any books this year until I got through my whole audible list. I've broken that rule several times, but I think I've read two paperbacks and finished like three or four audiobooks. I don't know how that's Thank possible, you. but yeah, that whole reading thing we said we were going to do. I know. Audiobooks are just, they, if you're busy with like things. I usually do it like when I'm outside or when I'm in the car because I have a pretty long mm -hmm. commute everywhere. That's the only way I get to read anything. <laughs> so what kind of sports do your kids play and what kind of sports did you either imagine them playing or would you prefer for them to play? This is a fun one. So 
for the most part, Gray plays baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did picture him playing baseball. Um, Corley wants to ride horses. We're just not quite there yet. She wants to do gymnastics and she wants to do dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope she rides horses more than she does anything else. <laughs> um, yeah. I, and Gray wants to play football. And honestly, those were two, like, two sports that I saw us engaging in eventually. 100%. Yeah. We're not currently doing any sports. Annalie has tried a little bit of everything. I think I've talked about that before. Right now, she is doing voice lessons, and she's very much into art. I'm not sure that organized sports is something we've forsaken forever, but it's just not the direction that we're going in right now. I think I saw her as being a ballerina, honestly, Uh and we haven't worked that out, like, schedule-wise, as terrible as that sounds. It's hard to find somewhere that has, like, the timing that works just perfect for a working parent. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's yeah. so hard. But I it's really true. enjoy like letting them be kids. Mm-hmm. Because this life is going to get crazy a little later. And I just yes. like that they get to come home. And not be not be in the things. I, I feel that 100%. 100%. And I think um, it's much more relaxing for them. You know, I mean, to each their own. Every family is different. What works for every family is different. But at this stage, like, I, I really like it. Really. Yeah. Like it. yeah. I I am the same. I think it's nice to not always have a million places to be. That That is one thing that I've kind of liked holding on to from the quarantine life is like, okay, we don't have to be doing something every single night of the week and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, remind the sides are this in the spring. <laughs> I will remind you of this in the spring because I know this is coming. And it's I know coming. this is coming. It's coming so fast. So quick end. Okay, besides your coffee maker, what is your most used kitchen appliance? Um, my air fryer. No, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drop I fryer. use that sucker all the time. I use it to bake stuff, fry stuff, roast stuff. All of it. Seriously, I do. It is the uh, it is the appliance that I'm so happy I got. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That is, so mine is actually my toaster oven. So weirdest thing, I would have never thought. You know, like toaster oven. What? Like seriously, we use that thing so much. Everything from literally making toast to making mm-hmm. sandwiches, just like a handful of fries, a handful of chicken nuggets. I understand. Mm-hmm. We only have two children and everybody else probably has need for an entire sheet pan in the oven, but it's, it's amazing if you just want to do a little bit and don't want to go through the whole, I even bake cookies in the toaster oven sometimes. So she does and she puts sprinkles on them and they're the best. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Um, okay. What is one show that you will always drop everything to watch? I have to pick one. <laughs> so like think about it if it was even if it's an old show if they had new episodes coming out what would be the thing you're most excited about okay i have two okay and i cannot pick between the two of them one is one tree hill and mm-hmm. the other one is buffy 
<laughs> oh, so you go with the classics. Yeah. The classics. Yeah. I watch them over and over and over again. I watch everything over and over and over again. That That is true. You don't watch any new shows. Mm-mm. Nope. So funny. So I've already like spilled the beans on one of mine. I love Sister Wives. It is a guilty pleasure 100%. And it's just gotten really intense the last season. So I've like, I didn't start at the beginning because I'm not even sure we had cable when they first started this whole stuff like 18 seasons ago. But I've gone back and started watching. But when the new seasons come out, I definitely have to see that. And then for like oldies and goodies, I Gilmore Girls is always a classic. If they had new ones coming out, I would definitely go and watch it. I've really been enjoying Everwood recently and Virgin River put out new episodes, which are just tragic and I can't bring myself to watch all of them. So sorry, spoiler warnings if you're... <laughs> kind of thing. I'm trying. I'm trying. But like, I know it's going to get worse. I've just, I've seen too much or heard too many rumblings and now I can't do it. So. <laughs> it's fair. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, what is your coffee or like non-alcoholic drink order? <laughs> uh, sweet tea? Yeah, just I mean, sweet tea. I, I'm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say if if I'm going to a restaurant and I'm not ordering a glass of wine, I am probably either ordering a sweet tea or a regular coffee with cream and sugar. That's fair. That's fair. I get water every time I go to a restaurant. I'm a sweet tea girl too. If I'm at Lake Joe Beans, then either a frozen cold brew or a frozen hot chocolate. So, but that is one thing I find myself doing less and less because I'm like, I can just brew. I, I'm old now. I can just brew my own coffee with my own creamer in my own like travel thing that but stays you, warm. Uh, but you cannot make a Joe Beans frozen cold brew. You cannot. You just, that there's is, nothing, nothing can touch it. It's so good. It's very true. It's delicious. It's truly life-changing. It is life-changing. It is, is life-changing. Okay. If you do laundry, do you fold it and put it away the same day? Or is it like, make it put away at some point this week? We'll probably stay in the dryer for the rest of the afternoon. Maybe <sighs> the next several afternoons. <laughs> That is all depending on my current mental health status. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Or how much your children have like killed each other uh, during the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a toss up. That That's a toss up. I'm kind of the same. I frequently find myself, I like plan it out. So if I've got to do multiple loads, I try and do the things that I find easiest to fold first because mm -hmm. I don't have any pile laundry and leave it for a few days. <laughs> um, and that last load will likely get left in there. I try us. to force myself to fold clothes by like putting it on my bed, knowing, mm -hmm. all right, you're going to do this before you go to bed because there's the clothes on your bed. Yep. And it had just, it hasn't worked yet. It, nope. just, it ends up at the foot of my bed. 
Oh, you just push it over to this side. There's no option oh, yeah. for that. But yes. Yeah. There's a whole other side of the bed that I don't need. And a laundry fits well there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> what is the hardest phase of parenting thus far? Our kids are only like seven at oldest. So to be fair, can we be you know, honestly, the sass and the attitude. Yes. Like that, that has my blood boiling. It is the one aspect that I that I'm not very good at. I, I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah. And she's Same. full of sass. So much sass. So much sass. I always struggle when they're not sleeping. So if they're in phases where they're not sleeping or they're having we we're back into the whole like night terror situation with the little one and mm-hmm. Like you just, you can't control that. You don't know when it's going to happen. It, yeah. Mm -mm. And not sleeping, not good for anyone's mental health. In fact, that's Mm -mm. like the number one, just tested on this. It's like the number number one trigger for like all bad things. So we are going for at least six hours of sleep at night. It can be interrupted, but we would hope it's not. That's what we're aiming for every night. So Speaking of, I don't know if we actually hit 20 questions. I lost count somewhere, but that was pretty close. How does that feel to have someone asking you those questions? Did it feel awkward? Did it feel intimidating? Did it feel threatening? No, none of those questions were good. I was worried about what you were going to throw at me. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh boy. Um, But none of those. And I, I feel like they lead into other things to talk about. They could. Because we we got there naturally in the conversation. Mm-hmm. We also know a lot of the backstory for like, of what's your hardest phase of parenting? Well, we've been parenting together for a really long time. So we understand like, we don't need to go into all those details. But if you could ask, you could bounce off from that point. Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't just be a rapid fire situation where you're sitting and interviewing somebody like we just kind of did. You could <laughs> bounce off, which would be the hope. And hopefully make those things a little less intimidating and scary because I think a lot of moms want to have someone they can talk to even about mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're missing the points of knowing how for some reason. And it doesn't have to be a big, scary, intimidating thing. It can be something that is inviting and comforting. And oftentimes you'll find that people answer questions very similar to you. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't think they're going to, so those are always the best kinds of like bouncing off points for conversations. It's good. It's good. And I think it's okay to know, like, or have these questions in the back of your mind, you know, cause conversations do get awkward or people don't know where to go with them. I'm the worst conversationalist. Yes. The worst. The it's, worst. And honestly, like you can get super creative with this. Pinterest has a million ideas. Um, one thing that for a while, Chick-fil-A was putting conversation starters in their kids' meals. I think it's totally really? fun. To, yeah, it's totally fun to put a little game like that out. 
I mean, there's multiple different ways to play this, but also after you get to a certain point, if you're just like trying to meet up with somebody, I have a friend that I do this with, if we're just trying to meet up with each other and like, we know we're going to want to talk about things, but we're moms, we're tired. Our kids probably were just screaming at each other. Somebody didn't like the dinner. We just cooked. If we got it made on the way out the door, you know, those kind of moments, Mm -hmm. forget what you were going to say. So we take a note, we have a shared note and we like edit it for every time we're going to get together. So anytime in the like six weeks, we always joke, it takes us a legit six weeks to get together. (laughs) Anytime in that period where we come up with something that we're supposed to, we just write it on the note and both of us can do it. That's awesome. We check it off. It's such a good idea. It doesn't have to be awkward. Like we we don't just have to be good at this. We talk to small creatures or the people we work with or whoever, like all day long. So like, you're not supposed to just be like, this is the easiest thing I've ever done. It's okay if you need like some pointers. It's so true. Cause think about the conversations we have with like our daily people. Like I could Mm -hmm. not have the conversations that I have at work with any person. They would think I was crazy. And maybe the same same conversations I have with my little people. Like it's it can be it can be hard. It really it can, can be hard to engage in a normal adult conversation. Yes, yes. Without like being afraid that somebody's gonna like be screaming at you or throw their red boots. A story for another day, friends. A story for another day. Okay. We hope that we have gone way over. We hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Takeout Sessions. Please continue to like, follow, and share us so that we can be more visible to others. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and remember, guys, we're rooting for you. You can do this. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>